This is Wyman and Bob on Seattle Sports, powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Streaming live on the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Wyman and Bob Stelton. Welcome back to Wyman and Bob. And right now on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline, we have your safety for the Seattle Seahawks, Julian Love. Julian, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, we're doing great. And uh, I suppose it's, you know, on a week like this, it's you want to hurry up and get to the next game and, and kind of erase what happened. How's, uh, how's this week of practice been after a, a disappointing loss to San Francisco? Yeah, you know, it's it's always tough. You have to come in and kind of address the previous game. But, you know, just like any week, I feel like we're attacking it uh, pretty in a pretty solid manner. Um, you know, we're getting after we're competing. Um, today we're practicing hard. That's what you have to do. You just have to shake back and just find a way to get back in your routine as a team. All right, Julian. Oh, sorry. I'll be the guy then that brings us back to San Francisco. But I want to talk about the great play you had and punching the ball loose from Brandon Ayuk because there used to be a guy – uh, a while ago now, Charles Tillman, who uh, kind of perfected that style. Did you learn that? Do you practice that? Or is that something that just comes naturally when you're trying to knock a ball free? You know, that was one of my childhood idols okay. growing up. Um, you know, I'm from Chicago, and obviously he was a great for the Bears for a long time uh, when I was a kid. And so <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, still, I have a long ways to go before I, you know, can perfect the peanut punch. But, yeah, I think when you have opportunity, you know, maybe a ball carrier is carrying it loosely like uh, Ayuk was in that moment. You know, he didn't feel me behind him. Um, and I just had one shot, just had to time it right, and just be forceful with the punch. Uh, and thankfully we got a good bounce and Reek got it. Well, and Julian, also with that, sometimes you see guys that, you know, it's you kind of have to have a balance, right? Like you want to get the guy on the ground, and a lot of times you'll see guys trying to rip the ball out and the guy gets a, an extra five or six yards. How do you sort of balance those two things? Yeah, I, I would say, honestly, I'm more in line with getting the guy down. Uh, I try to be a sure tackler, but there are moments when you just have to take a shot or, you know, you, opportunity becomes available to you. You just have to take advantage. And so I think guys get in trouble sometimes by maybe trying to get the ball out too much. <laughs> but me, you know, I just try to take advantage of moments I feel like I actually have a shot to get the ball out. Now, is there time to practice that? Is that something that you guys focus on, or is that not really kind of intuitive with, hey, we just want to tackle the guy and get him down? It's actually pretty cool. We practice that here. Uh, so every Thursday, every Thursday practice, we're getting after it, just working on you know ways to get the ball out, whether it's uh, you know obviously a pick, um, a tip drill, scoop and score, uh, punching the ball out. Um, they do a great job here of just drilling that. I think you have to drill it so it becomes normal, and uh, repetition, repetition, I feel like just helps everything. And so doing that each week has been huge for us. Hey, Julian, so uh, some of the when you go through the, the week of practice, some of the I thought some of the things, you know, last last week, that the errors were were, you know, pretty obvious. It's not like it was anything too complicated. It was just kind of things that are that are more fundamental. Was that kind of how you read it? Were they things that like, oh, we know we can do that. And it's not like it's it's something new. And so I guess to me, I, I feel like it, it's a little bit more of an easy fix just because it's pretty obvious. Is that the case? Yeah, you know, it was one of those games where you feel like, oh, man, we, you know, we had a good call or we had a good situation we just had to capitalize on. Um, and that's, you know, that's what we're working towards, to be a, a great team. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, you know, that's what the Niners do that's very effective. They have a very balanced offense, and they hold you true. So you have to be in tune with your keys, your eyes, everything, each play, or they'll exploit it. 
And so, yeah, obviously we have to just be consistent. You know, we were able to make big plays on defense and as, as a team, and we just have to eliminate those just one-offs. Hey, Julian, I know it's uh, just your first season here, but it's almost been an entire year now, and you've had the whole offseason with the guys. What have you learned yeah. about uh, some of the guys on defense? Like, who are the leaders in the locker room on this defense? Oh, leaders in the locker room. I mean, obviously Bobby is a big one. Uh, Quandre Diggs, uh, Jamal, uh, Jaron Reed uh, has been huge for us. And honestly, like, I think it's really cool that a lot of the young guys um, have a voice, you know, when they feel a certain way about things. Um, and that all goes to the culture that's built. Um, you know, I've been, I've been in a couple of situations where the young guys just didn't have a place to talk uh, or stand. They just had to kind of buy their time and just do what was told to them. But here, you know, we encourage guys, you know, like Young Spoon, like uh, Young Reek, uh, to just speak up and speak their mind and what they feel out there because they're good ball players. And so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I've, I've enjoyed that this year. Yeah, I grew up in the culture, Julian, that if you're a rookie, you just shut your mouth. You don't say anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, that was me as a rookie, too. I, yeah. Not a, not a fun place to be. <laughs> well, and, you know, I was you, you mentioned Spoon. It, it seems like, you know, I talked to him a couple of times, and he seems to really understand the game. Is that what you've uh, noticed from him? I mean, it's not like he's just running around making plays. He, he talks about timing and, you know, disguising things and stuff like that. He seems like kind of next-level type to me. No, for sure. I think, you know, at first glance or first, you know, talking to him, you might expect a certain thing, but when you – look into a deeper level with him he is a nuanced football player he understands the game and you know i i don't know how else to phrase that it's just like he has a good feel for the game yeah. um naturally he's very instinctual uh and he's confident in himself confident in his ability and again the culture allowed him to not suppress that uh he's just allowed to be himself and just so i think he's just going to grow as a player uh which is already saying lot because i think he's done a great job this year for us Hey, Julian, I know you've uh, probably seen a lot of this Eagles team after your seasons with the Giants, uh, maybe a lot yeah. more than the Seahawks have over these past few seasons. So firsthand knowledge, what stands out to you? And when you're playing them, what jumps out to you about the offense? Yeah, well, man, their offense, you know, I think it all starts up front uh, with Jason Kelsey in the line. I think he's the best center in the game. and They have a really solid line that just, you know, they just are playing at a high level. They have been for a couple of years now. Um, you know, Hurts is just, as true as a leader as it comes, that dude can throw, obviously, and run well. He's strong. Um, and they do a good job. I mean, with you know, they have two really number one receivers in uh, Smith and uh, A.J. Brown. And so they, they present a lot of challenges. And it's the same thing kind of last week that I mentioned. We have to just play it true and just be in tune with the details of each play because they're a balanced offense and they can lull, lull you to sleep. And so you have to be in tune. And so that's kind of a focus this week for us. We're talking to Seahawks safety, Julian Love. And, Julian, i got to ask you about this, and, and it's weird to me that the NFL is, is possibly there's some rumblings that they want to ban the, the tush-push or the brotherly shove. Uh, first of all, I mean, I, I think that's crazy because we're talking about it, and it just makes the <laughs> NFL, you know, people more curious. I think it's incredibly clever and innovative. Um, uh, so how do you feel about that number one and number two what in the world how is it that they're executing this have you been able to see anything on on film you know you know first answer the first question i think it's weird i think it's when you like it's just a play it's offensive play um you know and i feel like it being like whatever uh, frowned upon you know because the eagles are doing it at a high level or i don't yeah. know i'm not sure what they're saying about injury statistics or whatever 
I mean, it's just a football player. Teams are going to have to learn how to stop it. Um, right. And, you know, that team won't be together, you know, forever. And, uh, yeah, and I, I think about when you see that, again, Jason Kelsey is one of the best in the business. And that line just has such a, a strong drive, and they're all in unison firing off the ball at the same time. So that's half of it, and then half of it is how strong their quarterback is. Uh, and so you know, to get a yard, that's like they're, they feel like they're playing with house money, and so they'll always go to that. Um, and you see some one-offs here and there, but it all starts with just the strength and just the unison that they drive off the wall with. And that's what makes it so tough. Uh, Julian, as a defender, just in general, if a game is being di- uh, officiated differently, you know, the Cowboys game, we saw a ton of flags, and sometimes we've seen guys get to play through things. Is it tough to adjust in-game if a game's being officiated differently than you expect? It is at times. Uh, you know, when you get some of those, you know, some of those early calls, uh, say you're in coverage, for example, it just it forces you kind of like to hesitate a little bit and just play a little, you know, on your heels just hoping you don't get another flag um, because they're so powerful. You know, you can get a flag down the field and it's, you know, 30, 40 yards. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's a challenge. But as defensive players, you're just going to have to be, you know, mindful and resilient of that type of thing and just kind of keep true to your style despite what might be going on in the game. Um, and, yeah, you don't want to see refs become a factor in deciding games for sure. But players just have to find a way. You know. hey, r- real quick, Julian, how, how much you played in the NFC East? How much uh, when you were with the Giants was it? Was this a heated rivalry between uh, you two? Was that uh, your your biggest rival? Uh, I would say yeah, it definitely got up there. Um, that I mean, the Cowboys was always a big one, um, and not liked one. Uh, but Philly, I mean, recent years because of their success has been that, and we played them three times last year, lost them three times last year. Uh, you know, we've kind of seen the ebbs and flows of that team, or at least I have the past four years. Um, with uh, it was Doug Peterson, now it's uh, Sirianni. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I've seen them. It is one of those, you know, Philly fans are, are intense. Playing there was always a fun game because of how passionate the fans are. Um, and so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Julian, good luck uh, on Monday night. Uh, it's going to be a great game, and uh, we really appreciate you taking the time, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. Hear Wyman and Bob every afternoon, 2 to 7.